I'm a fun you guy. You have fun when they finish below 500. I'm just Captain Fun. I guess. And we're a captain suit. The, the show from now on. I don't like the half point. Well, that's called the hook. I don't like it. What the hook? How do you get rid of it? Can you get rid of the hook? I'm gonna have a coronary. I'm getting too old for this job, but you guys may have won. Upset. If you look back at where the term came from, it was from a horse race. Upset when did you turn a, into Cliff Clavin? I like this job. <laughs> I've had it for a long time, Paul. Last one. This is in the chemistry lab. I'm on the verge of next year's Super Bowl. I can't help what I think. Be honest, Paulie. You're not doing this for <laughs> other people's entertainment. You are truly enjoying this. This is Orange Nation. With Stephen Fonte and Paulie Sebelia. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us alongside Paulie Sebelia. I'm Stephen Fonte as we welcome you into a Tuesday edition of Orange Nation. We've got Mike Curtis coming up at 1230. He'll give us an update on the SU women's basketball roster. Steve Fezzik, professional sports better from pregame.com, will come on with us at 1 o'clock. We always enjoy you, those segments, Paulie. Do you feel like Jordan's just booking gambling guys to help so himself? he can get a tip? Maybe. Like a weekly tip that helps him make some cash? Maybe. Nothing wrong with that, though. I think we're all... It's brilliant. We're all invested in that, in that segment. I think I need to retire. I'm not doing good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I just need I to mean, rethink the strategy. I've been very Jake Cronenworth lately. I've uh, had <laughs> over... Hit or miss and mostly nah, no miss. Hit, no hits. <laughs> I haven't had a hit in like two weeks. Uh, Max Chadwick, producer, uh, pro football focus, and host of Boom or Bust Draft uh, podcast. He'll join us at one thirty to talk NFL Draft. NFL Draft, two days away. Yeah, catch all the action right here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. And if you want to watch it, you can do so on News Channel Oh, Live. the synergy, where the chemistry we've built over a year, Steve. I love it. Uh, plus, you can... Check in with your phone calls at any time. 315-437-7644. I can't forget our friends out in Utica either. It'll be on in Utica also because the Yankees uh not playing at that time. Excellent. Excellent. So full draft coverage. We've, we've got you covered one way or the other, radio and TV. Um, you know, I was listening to, uh, and we'll get back to this later in the show, the, the open of the show there and when we talked about being on the verge. Brooklyn Nets are not on the verge. No, they are not. They are not on the verge. We are going to lead with that today, Steve, but uh, I saw a tweet from our good friend, friend of the program, Mike McAllister, and I felt it was more live, local, and... uh, Late-breaking? Late-breaking, yes. Yeah, so we'll we'll get back into NBA. We'll get back into the Nets later, but uh, but do tell. What what, what piqued your interest about his his tweet? uh, It's the SI All-American Final Rankings for Syracuse. And they're 14th in the nation and third in the ACC, Steve. And this is my initial takeaway. Syracuse should be in the top five recruiting class and standings of the ACC every year. No excuses. That's my hot take. Top five in basketball every year in in the recruiting and final standings. I don't think that's setting the bar so who's too ahead high. Of them, who, who's ahead of them every year? Every year, Duke and North Carolina right. are ahead of them. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Virginia's going to catch you every once in a while, right? Louisville, depending on how they do with their new coaching staff, apparently very name-heavy. Yeah, Nolan Smith's there. He Danny was, Manning's there. One was a very good coach, you know, the other, you know. not some, Danny Manning isn't impressive anymore. That was cool for about an hour. Well, he's not the head coach. I know, but, he, okay. well, but Danny Manning has no n- no cashy, right? Like, who cares? 
He was on Maryland last year. Who cares? Okay. I, I still, he's, they, they've got some names. But on I'm that still step. giving yeah. them credit that they could jump Syracuse. Right. Every once in a while. And right. that's it. That's the that's, list. That's the list of schools that I would be okay with in front of Syracuse in the ACC. What about Miami giving guys two-year contracts no. worth $800,000 in a car? No. it's n- Miami is not okay to be ahead of Syracuse in, in basketball. It's not okay ever. And every once in a while, maybe Miami jumps in and one of the other schools falls out. But if everything is right in the world, Syracuse University is a top five recruiting class and top five in standings in the ACC. And they are next year. So you have nothing to complain about. Just one of them so far. Yeah. Everything is right with the world so far going into next year. Now you just got to be top five in the standings. At the end of the year. And you'll have met, yeah, and you'll have met Paulie's gold bar. Gold standard. Yes. Like is that asking too much for from a program of Syracuse's stature? You wanted to say they've got co- Syracuse has Jim Beheim. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I I was just saying like I get how Louisville would be in that top five. They haven't done anything with the new coaching staff. Louisville's a good, very good program, but I want to make sure. See Florida that. State's a really good program. Yep, not not better than Syracuse. Nope, not cool with that. They can beat us in football, not in basketball. I think that is a. Uh, I mean, they could be just. Like, I think that is a very realistic goal. Thank yes. you, Steve. Now, would that keep the uh, Syracuse fan base happy? Is 14th in the nation and third in the ACC okay for Syracuse fans? I would hope so. I would too, but I know there's a couple out there that are probably. Why aren't we 13th? Why aren't we top 10? We should be in the top 10. Five. You know? Duke and North Carolina are always going to probably be ahead of Syracuse. Yeah. I don't think there's any shame in that. And uh, someone uh, in the chat saying, Polly acts like SU is the SU of 10 years ago. They uh, they should be now. They should be the SU of 10 years ago. They should be the SU that, you know, is capable of doing this. The sanctions are gone. The excuses are gone. You know, and is uh, uh, there's no more kids to play. <laughs> you know, let's go. I, I know you said, you know, you just, I guess the the part I'm having trouble with what you just said was top five every year, no excuses. And I, I don't know if it's that simple. No, it should be. It's got to be. See, you're Syracuse basketball. Remember when uh, when players transfer out, I say, no, no, no player's bigger than the program. The program is bigger then people realize that they should be top five in the ACC. There's no more. There's no more sanctions. There's no more travel restrictions. There's no more anything. I, I guess the, the go get the it. The part that I'm uncomfortable with when you say that is that the ACC is a really good conference. Correct. And, and Steve. I know that it wasn't. And being yeah. fifth in a very good conference isn't asking too much. Okay. That's that's saying. Fifth. That, okay. I'm setting the bar at fifth. You're saying top five every year, no excuses. All I'm saying is. You mentioned Duke I'm not and Carolina. One. Mentioned Duke and Carolina. Okay. Um, go by those rankings that Mike McAllister put out there. Um, Duke, North Carolina, Syracuse so far. That's a one, two, three. Right. But in terms of in the nation, he's got 
Virginia 16. So Syracuse checked in at 14. Virginia 16. Oh, that's right Notre Dame 19. Miami 20. Florida State 21. Clemson 25. That's the top 25. Very so good. If you if you slip the sixth or seventh on that list, like it's not nope. like no. Okay. All right. I don't think it's asking too much. I think it's fine to say they should be in the top five. To say it's got to be every year, no excuses. Some of it, too, is is based on how many guys you're bringing in, right? You're not going to need six recruits every year. So I, I think you have to take that into account as well. All right. Then make it up in the standings, Steve. When you're old, you should be winning. You should be a top five team. Yeah. Top five or six every year in the five. conference. <laughs> You're not, you're not betting. I'm not budging one no, bit. Not, not budging at all. I don't think it's asking too much. Okay. You're Syracuse. Like, people don't want to admit, like, people love to, you know, say, it's not the golden days. I mean, you're right. It's not. But there's no excuse you can't be fifth. What if in a, and I realized maybe last year was a bad example because the, you know, the ACC was not. Not good out of conference. Now they played well in the postseason. Yeah. Um, but let's say it's a year where the ACC is getting seven or eight teams in, and you're Fifth. sixth or seventh. Not acceptable to you? No. <laughs> I don't get what you don't understand about. I this. understand what you're saying. I I just think that it's not football. It's Syracuse basketball. Okay. All right. They're one of the elite programs of the country. Fifth. Okay. That means you're on the verge of being fourth. <laughs> this year was a very good year. They're third. That's a great year. In the recruiting rankings. Yes. 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 I'm saying the, the order of finish at the end. Fifth. You should be fifth. No excuses. No. NC State, Miami, no. No, not, not ahead of you ever. Wake Forest, no. Not in basketball. Football, on the other hand, yeah. We all know how that goes. Okay. Do you think the coaches would disagree with me on this? I think their bar is probably higher. Do you, do you think it's setting the See, goal too high to have a top? You and I, you and I get hung up on like semantics sometimes, and I I agree with fundamentally what you're saying. I'm hung up on the it's got to be every year, no excuses. It's got because there there are exceptions to every rule. I think it is the rule. Can we can we say it like that? Yes. It is the rule. Finishing the top five in the ACC in recruiting rankings and order finish, but there are exceptions to every rule. Maybe there's a year where you only bring in two recruits. You know, maybe there's a year that the ACC is really good and you finish sixth or seventh. No, no. Okay. If the ACC is really good, you should be really good right along with them. Steve. Okay. That, that, You're Syracuse basketball. That, that's all I'm saying. That's the that's the part that I'm pausing on. Is the it's got to be every year, no excuses. There's no, there are no excuses. Okay. I don't, you know, I get called an excuse. Do you want me maker. just to agree with everything you say? No, I like that you fight with me. Okay, I'm, but I'm you're not wrong fighting in this with, case. I'm not. I'm not wrong. There are exceptions to every rule. Yeah, well, the exceptions have happened far too many times recently. Well, I think that that's the problem. Is that it's time lately, to get back to where Syracuse belongs. Lately, that's been the rule, not the exception. Right. That yes. that's that's the problem. Yeah, but the like. And people don't want to admit it, but those sanctions did have an yeah, effect on I their recruiting. totally agree with you. It's gone now, and you can get back to being top five. As the rule. As the rule. No exceptions. 
I will allow an exception here. Mark there. that down. No, I'm holding their feet to the fire. I can Somebody's got to do it. All right. I'm not some homer. It just accepts everything, Steve. Looking at this year's recruiting class, everything is right with the world, and I'm a happy camper as a Syracuse fan. I can tell. And you have high expectations going. So next year, so, do, do you think they're a top five team in the ACC next year? Uh, No, because they're young. Okay. I, I, so there's see, an exception that, next year. No, yeah. No, see, I don't know that it's an exception. I, I won't be happy with it. They won't be where they should be. But uh, we, Jordan and I were talking about this. Anybody that thinks that there's going to be a miraculous change in basketball, they, they might be able to snake. Like, there's a chance they're close to what they were this year again because it's a because very young used, team. You're yeah. counting on a lot of young guys yeah. to be good. Yes. You know, they were counting on, you know, we talked at the beginning of the season. They needed Benny to be really good. Benny was not really good. In the, uh, Hopefully he will be next year. Yeah, but they also don't have now have Buddy Bayheim. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I'm fully aware of that. Yeah. Someone asked a great question, Orange Pride, in our chat. Was it the sanctions or Hopkins leaving? It was – Hop was a great recruiter. People don't realize how big those sanctions were. Like, only one coach could travel. They could only travel, like, certain – people – I saw in our chat multiple times, like, why isn't Beheim traveling? Like, why isn't this coach going? Why aren't they going to these – they couldn't. They couldn't travel. They got screwed for what they – you know, the – Punishment was excessive for what they did. Yeah, yeah, and they had scholarship limits, and yeah, I, no doubt, postseason ban. Um, yeah, the sanctions hurt. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Hopkins leaving hurt as well. I mean, Hopkins yes, was was great at what he did for this program. Um, there's a reason he, you know he had a ton of success here. There's a reason, the, but they've the also now a got a top three ACC program a recruiting class without him. Yeah. So it's time to move on from that excuse. Again, some of it is the the sheer volume of the. Again, not, this, I'm not. They're all top hundred. Uh, eh, yeah, I mean, they're. It, it, it yeah. depends which rankings you're looking at. You got a you got a couple of them that are in the top hundred. Not all top hundred. Peter Carey, Malik Brown, like, they're not top hundred guys. But you know the sheer volume. I mean, they have six guys, and they're you got a lot of solid players, or at least based on the rankings, a lot of solid players. In this class, and you, you got to hope they pan out. Yes, and it it doesn't necessarily pan out, but they're top three in the ACC, and that's enough for me right now. It's a good. They've sign. won the off season. They, as yeah, you they, would they, say, they, Steve. <laughs> They've won the off season. I love how you keep using that against me, but yet you agree with what I was trying about the football team. Like you agree with so, it, but you're making fun of well, me no, about no, it. I am with the football season. Like, the football team's completely different than basketball. The football team. I'm sick of offseason wins for the football team. I get it. The the football team needed things to go right this offseason, and things have gone right. Every year we get told everything went right with the football. It's time to. That's not true. It's time to win the regular season. We're not even asking to go 500 (laughs) in the regular season. You can't say every offseason has gone like this. The offseason has gone well for both teams, men's basketball and for football. They need to get back. Syracuse needs to get back to the tournament next year. They need to. They need to find a way with this, even if it's a young team. They need to, you know, right the ship. Yeah. You feel better going into next year than you did going into this year? No, because I don't know. Like, a lot I of knew, unknowns, yeah, I yeah. didn't know anything 
I I knew what the team was last year going in. This year, I don't know anything. I was sold on Benny Williams going into last year. Thought he was going to start over Jimmy. Bam, I'm aware. I was I, wrong. I what did I win? I was going to say I won something. What did I win? I won five. What did I win? Five dollars. Yeah. Something. I won something from you because of that. But you know what? I'm enjoying an off season win for once, Steve. I get why you do it. It's nice. It's a good victory. I was not enjoying the SU football offseason win. I was pointing out that they I mean, I, they've been they've doing, had some things go go they've right. They've been doing the offseason victories since Coach P left every year. Joe Fields is coming. Going to be the next quarterback. Well, Joe Fields was a Coach P thing. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, since, yeah. So it's even longer than that. Like, yeah. you're, oh, come on. Stop with the offseason wins. Win on the field. Greg Robinson was an off, you know. Yeah, he was. You're right. Had Super Bowl ring, and yeah. yeah, right. Wore the wrong color orange tie to his introductory press conference. The guy, uh, you know, Doug Marone was coming to his dream job. They won that off season. He was here for. A they did of years. win that one for a little bit. Yeah. All right, let's take a timeout. Uh, we'll open up the phone lines if you want to check in. 315-437-7644. Uh, we can talk uh, SU men's basketball. We're going to talk some women's basketball coming up at 1230 with uh, Mike Curtis. He'll be on to update us on the uh, the women's roster. A lot of a lot of changes in recent weeks with Felicia Leggett-Jack coming aboard and bringing several of her former players at Buffalo with her. Uh, we can talk some NBA as well. Give us a call. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is Orange Nation. All right, final segment here of Hour One. As Paulie mentioned, going into the break, we're going to take a trip around the MLB. We used to do this. For we didn't three do hours. three hours of this this time of year. We did it when there was a lot going on. I what? Should I step in here? I, 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 I thought, I thought Paulie was going to say something. I know. I'm waiting for Jordan to do his. Oh, okay. It's time to go around the Major League Baseball world. I, I can't Jordan wait. Capozzi. I can't wait Pardon. for this segment because it says on our rundown <laughs> stuff to come. It says stuff. We're going to talk about stuff. Yes. Well, as an award-winning show, we like to start with winners here. What would you like your theme song to be, Jordan, for your new segment around the MLB? I don't know. Can we get to some baseball? We have Steve Fezzik please, coming up Please, please. We do. Let's talk Let's talk baseball. Let's talk, like, let's talk like some that, stuff. I like what do you got? I like that techno song, that around the world. Around talking Daft Punk, yeah, yeah, them. They're, they're, they're. Okay. Cool. That would be a good song. Okay. All right, what do you got? <laughs> Thank you. Let's Steve. do it. Mets still top MLB in wins, and they almost fell last night to the Cardinals, but Dom Smith had something to say about that. And Dom pulls one over the bag. Goldsmith with a sprawling stop. The race to the bag, and Dom is safe, and two runs score, and the Mets take the lead. Unbelievable. That was a great two RBI grounder to the first baseman. Something something feels different about these Mets. I know. I agree. They roll over. I'm with you. Uh, I was sitting in here with somebody 
I, I was sitting re- here with Josh Golden, our producer. Like he's yelling, he's like, "Oh yeah!" Like Trevor Mays, we don't care about you, Dom Smith. This team is so oh. fun, so fun. It was. I so was fun. sitting with uh, Brent Axe in here earlier this morning. I said, "I'm looking at MLB power rankings." He goes, "Your own?" And I said, "No, but if I had them, the Mets would probably be number one right now." The Mets look different. They do look different. Scherzer was great. They look last amazing. Night. They do look amazing. Uh, seven innings. What he had ten strikeouts last. I mean, he was yeah. He was phenomenal. As soon as he leaves, the Cardinals score. They go up two nothing, and then the Mets put up a five spot in that ninth inning. They were down to their final out when Dom Smith came through, uh, gave him the lead. Uh, great hustle by Dom down the line. Great base running for two runs to score on that play. They they do look different. They're doing the little things you need to do to win games. Um. I'm I'm very impressed by what I've seen so far. How about when I come around by Green Day? Would be the theme to this segment. That'll work. Okay, that'll work. Keep going. <laughs> You're throwing me off. Mets have the top record in the National League, at least the most number wins. one in my power rankings. Well, I don't know what your AL power rankings look like, but the Blue Jays should probably be atop. They lead the division with 11 wins, and Bo Bichette had a career first last night against Boston. You may not know this, but I bet Bo Bichette to lead the league in uh, home runs this year. Did you actually? Yeah. Why why would we know that? Did you bet him to lead the league in grand slams? No, but what do you do? So with one out, they are loaded for Bo Bichette. And Bo with a fly ball to right field. Bradley going back. Grand slam! career big league grand slam for Bo Bichette and it couldn't have come at a better time oh eighth inning socks were this close they're missing a couple guys including uh Tanner Houck one of their pitchers who he's not able to play in Toronto vaccination status Red Sox were so close and the Blue Jays just took care of it very good oh, Lords Goriel he's a guy who he's not Vlad Guerrero he's I not have his Bo rookie Bichette. card you actually yeah he's been he's been raking this year also, I, I think the Blue Jays are the best team in the division. I, the division's great. I think it's it's going to be really competitive all year long. I, I think it, it, being a Yankee fan, the Blue Jays scare me the most. Oh, we can talk about the best teams in the division. Did you have a something else? No, I, I was just I, I was wondering what that bet was. It was Bo Bichette to lead the American League in home runs. Yeah, I think I bet a dollar to win seventy one. Okay, he's not because he's not even close. He just give it time. He hasn't heated up yet, Steve. Okay, it's only he's got he's got two. April twenty sixth. <laughs> the leader. The leader has. It's six. a long season, Steve. That's he, he's not, not even on. He's not even on the first page. Steve, <laughs> he's only four behind. I think. I think. Four. You, I think you could kiss the dollar goodbye. He can't make up four home runs in a hundred and twenty-five more games. But he's already four behind. Like it's not like he's four behind. Like Dude, with a month left in the season, April, he's four behind. Like the season just started, he's already four behind. Yes, that means the people ahead of him will have their slumps. And he will get hot. I don't know. Wow, not, the people not ahead the of him, dude you, dude. you are running. You're just shutting the book way too early. It's he's tied for fifty sixth. <laughs> so it's April twenty sixth. He's okay. four behind. Okay, okay hold on. Right. There, there is no doubt. First of all, we're talking. See, about What do you think leaders. of this? What? Are you are what? you is four home runs insurmountable? No, it's not insurmountable. But my point is, is he's already four behind. That's not a good sign. The it's season just April. started, and he's four behind. Yeah, so the hot person has to stay So it's hot. not like the leader has 56, and he has 52, and he's like right there. I'm saying the season just started, and he's already four behind. Well, I look at it the complete opposite, Steve. I say 
He's four behind, and he's still got a whole season to catch him. And he's not four behind in like second place. He's four behind in 56. Why don't we talk about anyway. guys who are actually you just leading the league in home runs? Mom and dad are fighting. You just shut your mouth, son. Don't make me pull this car over. Jordan knows I'm right. Well, give, us, give us one more, and then we'll get to our no, next no, guest. No, no, no. Come on, Jordan. Let's put you in an uncomfortable situation. Who do you think? Maybe we can ask the gambling expert. Who do you think's right here? We'll ask Steve in a second, but we're talking about home run leaders. No, no, I, I no, want to no, get no, to no, home no, run shut leaders. Up, shut up. This is my segment. No, this is our show. This is mom and dad's show, and you're gonna you're gonna pick a side. Who's right here? You know what I'm saying, Jordan. I'm gonna say Steve's yeah. right just because you're annoying me. There you go. Okay, your segment's over. No, he's got one more. No. Get to, get to what you were gonna say, Jordan. I don't like him anymore. Speaking of home run leaders. There are uh, four tied atop MLB. You've got Ozzy Albies. In, oh, how will he ever make up those four home runs? In Atlanta, Byron Buxton in Minnesota, CJ Crone in Colorado. And then in the NL West, four teams right now with double digit wins. Jock Peterson. Yes, he'll never. Bo Bichette will end up with more home runs than Jock Peterson at the end of the year, Steve. Well, if fans keep heckling Jock Peterson, he keeps doing what he did last night, then he's probably not going to catch him. He's no stew. Nobody is swinging a power bat better at this moment than Jock Peterson. Including He hits a high drive. Center field, and he's looking over at that fan. This one is way gone. Yeah, you get to celebrate that one. Giants lead 2-1. to one. My goodness. Fans heckling Jock Peterson aside. The NL West is just absurd. Dodgers, Padres, Giants. There's another team in there I'm forgetting. They're just, they're all so good. They are good. Um, Diamondbacks, not so much. But yeah, the it, Diamondbacks it, stink. Yeah. Oh, Dodgers, they're a team. You Rockies, you know, just a lot of hitters in that division. Got some pretty good pitching. Paulie, how rattled are you? By what? The Padres are such a good roster. They've got a lot of good pieces. They but have they're no in, offense. They're in a ridiculous, they should hypothetically have offense, but they're in a ridiculous division. Where do you think the Padres finished in that division, Paulie? Third. Wow. Maybe get the card. Disappointing. They they have no excuse. They should finish third or better every year. <laughs> Padres. No, they shouldn't. They're the Padres. They're not <laughs> Syracuse. All right. Uh, we don't want to keep our next guest waiting. I'm trying to find out where Bo Bichette finished in home runs last year. Oh. All right. You, you can do that while we uh, we interview Steve Fezzik on the other side. 44th, uh, Steve. Professional sports better. Pregame.com. Do you, do you still think that's a good bet? If it's forty four one dollar, sure, I'll take it. Okay. I'm just all I said was I, I, I don't think you're getting he that dollar back. With more home runs than most of the people of, of the fifty six ahead of you. That doesn't win you money. That, that's you, not that's you, not the point I was making. Uh, we, your point is useless. All right. Hour number two next <laughs> on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse Sports Talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. <laughs> This is Orange Nation. All right, we're going to talk NFL draft uh, coming up in the next 10 minutes. You know who this is, Jordan? Special Ed. Oh. He still hasn't answered my email. Think about it, Jordan. Still hasn't been on the show yet. That's okay. It's a nice bump back, though. You you could keep that playing if you wanted to. Up. We've got Jordan in here. He's um, fire, man. He is. Fire. He really is. Um, he was like 16 when he was fire emoji. Home. Yeah, I, I said we were going to get to the Nets at some point. Let's do it here before we get into the NFL draft. Yeah. Um, I've got a go little ahead. game that I I want to get your thoughts on. 
Everybody's got their thoughts on who is to blame for the Nets getting swept by the Celtics. So I have five people, five categories, and I'd like them top to bottom ranked. Who is most at fault? Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Sean Marks, and Joe Sy. So basically, you know, the upper management. Steve Nash, the head coach, and Ben Simmons. Who is most at fault? So we're specifically talking about the series, not how the season went. Yes, but seeding... Seeding affected it. That's yes. a good point. So okay. if you think that somebody's regular season yeah. decisions led to this, then sure. they're at fault. They're all an equal storm That's not of... fun. That's not fun. Or true. It's not true either. It is an equal... It was an equal they're all... You can't just say one of them is... The more know, to blame than others. You I think, think Ben I think Simmons is as at fault as everybody else? A guy who wasn't even on the team to start the season? Yeah, maybe you show up and play. play. You can't put the same level of fault on it, Steve, before I, can. I start arguing. What do you think, Steve? I, I am with you, Jordan. I think you can award... Like, Kevin Durant shouldn't even be on the list. What? Like, with two people... He's my it, number one. Kevin Durant is most at fault. For the whole season? For the sweep. For the sweep, which the regular season impacted their seating. Like, if Paulie and I get into an argument, you know, it's not, we don't, we may share in the blame, but we don't necessarily share 50-50. Like, not all arguments are created equally. Yes. So, I'm, yeah. I'm with you that there there can be more blame placed on on. Kevin Certain Durant players had a bad series. You can't go 0 for 10 in the second half of okay. an NBA playoff. But playoffs. that's not how you started this. You said Because I overall, wanted your thoughts. Um, no, it's not. He shouldn't even be on the list. I said the series. Kevin Durant shouldn't listen. be on the list. No, he doesn't even know what we're talking about. Because you, see, yeah, I'm confused. You, you just said it did have to do with the series, the whole season, because the seedings, and now you're saying so, it doesn't have anything. Because some to people do. are saying if Kyrie Irving was vaccinated and played during the regular season, they wouldn't have been playing the then, Celtics. But that, that's not the series. Yes, not yes the, it is. No, no, it's who they're it's, playing it's in the series. The, no, no, that would be the whole season. This is really dumb, Steve. Give your thoughts. This isn't going. I, you and I are on the same page here, Jordan. I, I agree that Kyrie certainly shares in some of the blame and again whether you agree with his decisions or not like that that's beside the point the fact that he wasn't there did affect the team negatively did hurt their seating and did put them in a position where they're on the road and they're playing one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference to start things off so he absolutely shares in the blame and it's not like he played lights out he played well in game one but after that not so much Marcus Smart outplayed him do you think any other team they matched up with they would have won um, I don't think they would have beat the Bucks. Um, I don't think they beat anybody. The Heat would have given them trouble because they're just as good defensively, if not better, right. than the and, Celtics. And we talked about that going into the series, that the fact that the Nets can't get a stop when they need to. And, again, this goes back to what we've talked about. You know, I mentioned Kevin Durant is soft. Like, when you get physical with him, you can get him out of his game. Like, he, he gets frustrated. He backs down. Like, him and Kyrie, it felt like wanted no part of that series. Now, Durant played pretty well last night, obviously. He shot the ball well. But by then, it was too late. The series was already over. Um, I, You know, you say one one to five on a rating system. I'll, get, I'll give Kyrie and, and KD both a four uh, for the way they – they play. They they played awful in this series, and they Nash? they are the leaders. That's, I think Nash is sliding under the radar. Like I know he's just an empty suit. Exactly, but I know it's not his fault necessarily. But at a certain point, a coach has to coach. I'm gonna. Like, people are mixed. Here's the thing. Here's Some the thing about Nash. Fired. Some are saying he had nothing to do with. Here's it. Here's the thing about Nash is that I understand in a series we're like, well, the coach. 
The coach comes into play in terms of rotations, subs, making adjustments. Like, what adjustments could he have made in this series to make a difference? Because it starts with your two leaders. And that's why I would put more of the blame on KD and Kyrie than I do on him. Because if they're not there, like, they were there physically, but you know what I mean. Like, they, they did not play like Kyrie and KD. And so if they're not leading the way, what adjustments can you make if you're Steve Nash? You're not going to play them less. And and I don't yeah. I don't know as if you had an ace in the hole to go to. They, they was went, talking about they went, this. They went to Blake Griffin, and and he played great. <laughs> the, the one big adjustment he made, and maybe it was like I'm taking a flyer. and see, He played great in the last two games. But do you think it's Steve Nash's job to have these guys motivated? Because what Greeny said no. is those guys don't allow themselves to be coached. So you can't blame Nash. I don't think you can blame. I agree with that. I don't think this is Nash's fault. Here, I really don't. I think he's low take. on the list. You ready? He for, gets fired. Then oof. You ready for Paulie's hot take? Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant came to the Nets to prove that they weren't role players in championship teams. Kevin Durant's not a role player. I don't know if you would. Uh, what's he done alone, bro? He's not a role player. I will say though, an interesting at a point, championship level team, he's the, a role player. Say the Warriors win this year, so they've won before and after Kevin Durant. Okay, how much does that hurt so, KD's legacy? Let's so. go into KD's career role when he was in Oklahoma friends. City. Right, didn't win. Went to Gold State, won. Went to New Jersey, didn't win. He was close in OKC. Steven Adams got suspended. Hang on, though. But when, when he did point. win, I KD wasn't a role player when they won. Like he was, they, he, dude, won, he won the fi- Steph Curry. He, I know Thompson he won the Finals MVP. So he was technically he was he was the best player. Again, Iggy won a Finals MVP. Yeah. On again, that team too, again, so. we get we get hung up on semantics sometimes. He wasn't a role player on that team. I mean, he had great players with him. Yeah, but now he wanted when to I, be when the I, man right. in a, in a town, right. and he's this is, not. He able. he asked for this, and this goes back to what I was. I, I agree with you, Paulie. This goes back to what I was saying the other day about he's soft. Like when when everything's going well and he's got the pieces around him and they're the favorites, he plays well. We saw what happened. The underdog, Celtics went after him. Celtics were physical with him. Celtics tried to frustrate him, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm done. I, yeah. I don't. I don't want." When this. you have to guard uh, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Tom, you know it's it helps it's a, when you. Yeah, it's a hell of a lot. It helps when you have really good players. I, I I'm not disagreeing with that. I wouldn't have called him a role player though necessarily on that on team. That he team. was a role player, dude. He was. I think it's harsh verbiage, but yeah. I get what he's saying. Role players I, I, like first guy no, off the bench. No, when I you think know of role player. I mean. No, he, I don't he, know what you mean. The reason he won and was great there like, was because you couldn't just guard him. Is yes. Chris Middleton a role player on the Bucks? Yeah, if because if if, yeah. if you say yes to that, then I see what you're yeah. saying. I think it's a weird way to put it. Yeah, I would not, not. I would not like say that. I would not he's say not Chris the, Middleton he's is not a role the number player. one. Yeah, he was. He when he's Scottie Pippen was a role player. When he's the when he's the number one option, he's not going to win. Okay, all right. He needs other great players around him. He he needed a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I would not. I would not say he was a role player. Golden in any State event. was a freakish lineup, and he went there. Because I know that was right. It was easy. It was the he easy t- way he, out. Right. I agree with you a hundred percent on that. He likes the easy way. When things are easy, he's great. When things are hard, he's not so great. So that's why, in my opinion, that kind of proves my point is that KD and Kyrie are at the top of the list. You could make an argument that. There were days he was not the number one option. At you you State. just said though that he does he shouldn't even be on the list of who to blame for the Nets' loss. Well, that and was because I was going for the regular season. Okay, 
that, that proves my point, though, with the series, is that when things are easy, he's great. When things are hard, he's not great. I know we got to take a break. Before we do, <laughs> i got to remind you, the DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win, get $150 in free bets instantly. You can also take part in the same game parlays, can buy multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. Plus, <laughs> don't laugh, Jordan. Don't laugh. If you win, it's a good bet. Each day of the first round, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code 977. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their first-round game. Get $150 back instantly. That's promo code 977 at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 and over and physically present in New York. Eligibility restrictions apply. Minimum $5 deposit. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for full details. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. We talk NFL Draft next.